0: you uh-huh.
1: In Boston, the Minnesota Twins versus the Boston Red Sox. Brought to you by Winston Filler Cigarettes. Winston tastes good, like a cigarette should. By the new Gillette Super Stainless Steel Blade, the Spoiler. And by Chrysler Corporation, makers of Plymouth, Dodge, Chrysler, Imperial, and Dodge Trucks. Standings in the American League as we begin the last day of the season. Boston and Minnesota are tied for first. The Tigers are one-half game out, playing a doubleheader against the California Angels in Tiger Stadium this afternoon. Today, we'll decide it. Hi, everybody. This is Kurt Gowdy, along with Pee Wee Reese and Sandy Koufax, and today... Sunday makes the year never in the history of the American League have three teams Gone to the last day of the season with a chance to win the pennant and that's the way it is here today Pee Wee what do you think about it all Kurt, I think it's wonderful and I'm just happy that I can be a part of it I don't know about the players being
0: a little nervous, but old Pee Wee is just being up here All right, Sandy Koufax Sure, this, this is the only day of the year where the ends are full If you don't win today, you got five months between your next start The park was full an hour ago uh, they could have. Uh, they turned away
1: thousands and thousands of fans here. You'll hear a roaring, of course, partisan New England crowd as the Twins and the Red Sox battle here. We'll be getting you up to date on what's happening in Detroit, also. But NBC's Major League Baseball will continue from Fenway Park in Boston as the Minnesota Twins battle the Boston Red Sox.
0: Now let's go to Tiger Stadium in Detroit for an audio update from Tony Kubek here in Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Lightning has already struck twice. Yesterday, you recall, in the first game of the doubleheader, Willie Horton hit a two-run home run in the first inning. He did just that again today, a two-run home run by Willie Horton to put the Tigers ahead two to nothing. Don Minter hit a home run in the top of the second inning for the Angels off Joe Sparma. So right now, going to the Tigers' half of the second inning, it's Detroit two, the Angels one. And now back to Kirk Gowdy in Boston. <laughs>
1: Meeting here at home plate, thanks to Tony Kubek. We'll be switching back to Detroit throughout this game. The Tigers playing the first game of the doubleheader. The Tigers must win two today to tie the team that wins this game for the American League pennant. Here's the lineup for the visiting team, the Minnesota Twins. Rolliver's Eyes leading off at shortstop. Caesar Tovar at third base. Armand Killebrew at first base, batting third. Tony Olivas in right field, hitting cleanup. Bob Allison's at left field, batting number five. Ted Ulander, the center fielder, hitting six. Rod Carew at second base, batting seven. Jerry Zimmerman, the catcher, hitting eight. And Dean Chance will be pitching for the Twins. Chance has won 20 and lost 13. That's Cal Irmer, 43, manager of the Twins with his back to you. Dick Williams, the manager of the Red Sox. The homestanding Red Sox, and they're taking the field now. I'm fanatical here in New England with this miracle season second, Dalton Jones is third, Earl Gostempsie the left, Ken Harrells is at right field, George Scott at first, hitting fifth, Rico Petrucelli, the at shortstop, batting sixth, Reggie Smith in center field, batting seventh, Russ Gibson is the catcher, hitting eighth, and Jim Lomborg the Red Sox 21-game winner with nine losses, carries the hopes to the Red Sox. For the Red Sox who they took to field the umpires, Nestor Skylack behind the plate, Lou DeMiro at first, Ed Rungi at second, and Jim Honeychick at third. But now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. is the Commissioner of Baseball, General Eckert. And uh, along in the box with him today is the United States Senator from Massachusetts, Edward Brooks. We had Vice President Humphreys and Senator Kennedy here yesterday. You saw the uh, flag over the anthem. A slight breeze today, not as windy as yesterday, blowing from third to first today. As we said yesterday, the wind in this ballpark it has more effect in the game than any other ballpark in uh, the American League. The wind's out, they go for the short fence. If the wind's in, and it usually is a strong uh, wind off the Charles River here, it holds up balls hit, especially to right field. Jim Lomborg, a pre-med student in his junior year at Stanford, signed a bonus contract with the Red Sox, a 500 pitcher until this year when he suddenly blossomed into one of the best in baseball. He's 24 years old, born in Santa Maria, California. Is now in San Luis Obispo, California. He has never beaten the Minnesota Ball Club. Dean Shant, <laughs> pardon me, has defeated the Red Sox more than any other team in his career in the American League. But uh, past history means nothing right now as we're about ready for the first pitch. And the batter is all over hitting two oh one. 0 one the fouls it back. His eyes have six homers, 50 RBIs. And he still talks around the batting cage before every ball game. He can't understand what's happened to him with the bat. 1965, the most valuable player in the American League. It's a high fly, shallow left center. Yasemski's coming on. the celllies out. And Yasemski has it. down. Cesar Kovar is up, batting 268. And he is breaking an American League record today. He's playing in his 164th game, an all-time record in the American League. The Twins had two ties this year. The Major League record held by Boy Will, who uh, has played in 165 games in one season when he was with the Dodgers. Lombard, primarily a sinker ball pitcher. Ball when he came up with a slider this year that, uh, Gave him an extra pitch along with a sinking fastball and a curve. And he said that's what put him over the top. There's his sinker. All two, two and oh. But the Twins have been tough for him. His record this year against Minnesota, no wins, three losses. His lifetime record against the Twins, no wins and six losses. Ground ball to Petricelli. Two down. up now with two down, nobody on. We clocked the killer before the game and asked him would he be trying to win the home run title today. Here's what he said. Well, actually, Wee, if, if I can get a walk or a, or a single or get on with an air or something that will help win us the ball game, uh, I'll be happy. And I'm, I'm not going to be trying to, to win the home run championship, uh, actually. But if I can hit a home run, it'll help us with a game. That'll be all right, too. Killebrough takes ball one. Jastrzemski hit his 44th yesterday. Then Killebrew came up in the ninth and hit his 44th. So they're tied for home runs. Jastrzemski leads the league in batting and in RBI. All two. Two or nothing to Killebrew. They don't call him the killer for nothing. They have the shift on against him. Three infielders on the left side. The outfield deep and toward left. The 2-0 delivery. 3 0 to him. He has hit four homers here this year. He's hit 30 lifetime homers here more than any other road park. And this is a ballpark that favors a batter like Killebrew. <coughs> the 3 0 delivery. He's on all four. They're pitching carefully to him. Tony Oliva, batting cleanup. A batting 287. 17 homers, 83 RBI Raise the ball all over. Left, center, right. The strategy is to jam him here with a long right field for him to shoot for. Don't pitch him outside and let him go to left with a short fence. And there straight away, you can draw a string through home plate, second base out to center fielder Reggie Smith. Two down. Kilabrew getting his lead at first. It's cool today. Pitchers should stay strong. The light uh, top coat feels comfortable in the sand. Uh, one strike pitch. Quick two. Oliva's oh, in a hole now with two down. Killebrew at first. No score. Top of the first inning. At the end of two innings, the Tigers are leading the Angels 2-1. Most of you know they split yesterday. The Angels blew a 6-2 lead in the second game in the eighth inning. they had have won both those games yesterday. All they needed was a split today to assure a tie. Now they have to win two. To tie the winner of this game. There's a drive to left field. That one is well up there and off the wall. They may wave Killebrew in. Reggie Smith has a powerful arm. Here's the throw. Stop, get it, throws, Wide. Coming over to third is Oliva. George Scott cut the ball off and he had his man at the plate with a short throw. And as you saw, threw the ball over the head of the catcher, Rev Gibson. Killebrew, not a fast man, Scores from first base. Well, the Twins take the lead, one another. Here's a replay on it, and uh, Wee will pick it up and show you how the cutoff man Scott came over. Well, you can see fancy straight right with the ball. He thought he may have a chance to hit about three feet above Ustremski.
0: Reggie Smith, as Kurt said, has a very strong arm and looks to me like he made a good throw. George Scott, the first baseman, came over, cut the ball off, and had the runner in plenty time. Now, here's
1: Killebrew coming all along. See, he started to hold up a little bit, and Billy Martin, the coach, gave him... Go ahead, sign a bad throw, good throw with a headache. All right, Bob Ellison's up. Gibson saving that one. Give Tony Oliva a double. Charge George Scott with an error for his overthrow at home. No RBI. The official score figure that Killebrew would not have scored with a good throw from Scott. Oliva on third, two down. Ellison takes the breaking pitch over. One ball, one strike. Ellison batting 258. He's had a comeback season after two mediocre years. He's hitting uh, 24 homers this year, 75 RBIs. Playing him as a pull hitter to left field. Two and one. If you've ever seen two bullpens jam today, fans, you're going to take a look at it. They have everybody out there they can get jammed in those bullpens. Two and one to Bob Ellison. Goes after uh, Lomborg's slider to make it two and two. Lombard's had trouble in this ballpark, his home park this year. He's won eight and lost five here on the road. He's won 13 and lost four. This is a tough part to pitch in. The 2-2 delivery. foul back. <laughs> Heard as you were talking, uh, Lombard made two real good pitches. Aliva uh, with two curveballs waking in on him. And it uh, looks like he tried to sneak that fastball by him. On the outside, he just wrapped that ball off of that green monster fence. Two and two to Bob Ellison i leave it third, two down. At a low high. Three and two now. A left-handed batter, Ted Ulanders on deck. Three-two pitch coming up. There's a fly ball hit out to Yastrzemski in the warning pass. in the side zone. One hit, one error, one left. In the middle of the first inning, it's the Twins one, and the Red Sox coming to bat.
2: Winston's golden filter blend tobacco is that nice? Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston.
1: And now for you menthol smokers.
2: Winston comes up with a fresh idea: a Winston menthol in the Super King size, an extra long cigarette, and it's the best tasting yet.
1: What a taste! What a combo. Winston and menthol. And in the super king size, try new Winston menthol in the tall green and gold pack. 26-year-old Dean Chance, a farm boy from Worcester, Ohio, carries a twin pole. Chance has won 20, lost 13. He has been tough against the Red Sox. He's beaten the Red Sox this year four times against one loss. And his lifetime record against Boston, combined with California and Minnesota, is 16 and 8. He has more lifetime wins against the Red Sox than against any other team in the league. Gary Adair leading off for of the Red Sox, batting 263. three homers, 37 RBI. Well, the Twins scored in the first inning yesterday, had a one 0 lead. Had yeah, the base of loaded, one out, couldn't get any more, and that hurt him. A ball. Throws hard as a good slider, breaking pitch. You watch him; his motion is deceiving. He's hard to pick up the ball again. A lot of times he's looking up in the sky. It looks like uh, he's not watching the plate. That's Sandy would tell you. Most good pitchers have their eye right on the target. This fella has anything but.
0: but he has, He has a little bit of a different windup uh, than most pitchers. He doesn't quite look at the plate as you said. And it looks like he doesn't use his body at all. It looks like his body's going one way and his arm another. And you see there, he doesn't have much of a follow-through, and, you know, you sometimes wonder how Dean's gotten away without ever hurting his arm. Adair,
1: Jones, Jethremsky, first three men up for the Red Sox. Count to Jerry Adair, one and one. He's hit 290 since he came to the Red Sox in a trade from Chicago. And he's filled in a short second and third. Today they had him at second. A 1-1 pitch. never change your lineup while you're winning. The Red Sox won yesterday, but Dick Williams changed it today. He took Mike Andrews out, put a at second, put Dalton Jones in at third. Williams is a hunch manager. Brown ball to Brezise. He'll have a long throw from the grass. It's there. Brezise has a very strong throwing arm. And that's the play when they has got a shortstop. That's what they look for, that arm from the deep hole. Yes, it is, sir. That's a real tough play. You can see Versailles, he made the play right. He braced that right foot, and that's the way you get something on the ball. That's one of the toughest plays that a shortstop has to make. Here's a good little hitter, Dalton Jones, who's had trouble in the field. Batting 284. Strike, and his last uh, 31 times a bat here in this stretch drive. He's hitting four nineteen for the Red Sox. Two games on a recent road trip, he had four hits in one game against the Tigers and four hits in another game against the Orioles. He's always swung a good bat. They've had trouble finding a place for him to play. The one strike fit. Line drive. Up goes oh. Rod Carew to take a base hit away from him. Well, that's two down. Rod Carew, the brilliant rookie second baseman of the Twins. Well, here's a fellow that's had about as great a year as a ball player can ever have. Vargas Spencer Leads the league in batting, hitting .322. Leads the league in RBIs, 119. Tied for the lead at homers with 44. The best defensive left fielder in the game. Great arm. He's done it all. And he's hitting his best right now. He has a eight-game batting streak going at the close of the season. The strike. The end, Killebrew tied for homers. We went in to talk to Carl about all uh, quarter to one here. He was taking a nap. Went in the equipment man's room and went to sleep. Off chance of gloves. He's on. Fifth on first. Two down. Adding cleanup is Ken Harrelson. Hitting 258, ball homers for the year combined with the Red Sox on the A's, 52 RBI. Since Tony Canigliero injured his eye and has been out about six weeks. They've had trouble in his clean-up position. They hit George Scott and now dropped in the number five. Stolen nine bases this year. One to nothing, Minnesota leading, last of the first inning. That's oh. keeping me close. Time called, no pitch. are leading the Angels 2-1. to one. The Angels are batting in the top of the third. Farmer against Wright. Willie Horton Homer to the first one on for the Tigers. Don Mincher for the uh, Angels in the second. Nobody on. There's a bounding ball. Carew flashing to his left. Makes the play. Two good plays by Carew in that last of the first inning. And the Red Sox are all out. They had no runs, one hit, there were no errors and one man left. At the end of the first inning the score is the Twins one and the Red Sox nothing. Tiger Stadium in Detroit for an audio update
0: from Tony Kubek. Thank you, Kurt Gowdy. The score still is 2-1 to one in favor of the Detroit Tigers here with the Tigers at bat in the last of the third. Joe Starmer was in deep trouble in the top of the third inning when he loaded the bases due to his own air to put a hole on. But then a great play by Eddie Matthews at first base forced the runner at home plate and then Rick Reichert hit into a hard double play. Dick Krzyzewski Around the horn, over to Matthews to end the inning. So the score is now 2-1 in favor of the Tigers. And now back to Kirk County in Boston.
1: Thank you, Tony. Ted Ulander has taken strike one. There's a ball to him, one and one. Ulander, Carew, and Zimmerman for the twins here in the top of the second. Twins are ahead, one to nothing. Ulander made a stretch drive with the bat, bringing his average up about 30 points. He's hitting 258. Ball two, two and one. He has six homers, 49 RBIs. 2-1 delivery. Foul out of play. Two and two. Gentlemen, Jim, they call Lomborg around here. Very quiet boy, studious. Good student at Stanford. Ball three. Three and two. Sharp dresser. Ulander lives in McAllen, Texas. Three and two. A foul out of play. Sox have already broken their all-time tennis record. There are the bullpens. Look You've never seen so many pitches. That's the Red Sox bullpen. And the Twins bullpen out in the right field area. Fly ball. almost in his track, waiting. That's his third foot out of the game. Brad Carew hoping to celebrate his birthday today with a Minnesota pennant. He's 22 years old. Today, he's hitting 294. He's hit right around that 300 clip all year long from the opening week when he got off to a good start. Eight homers, 51 RBIs. He was born in Panama, lives now in Brooklyn, New York. His fourth pro season, he's been an all star in every league he's played in. The strike. Minnesota leading Boston 1-0 in the top of the second. Detroit leading California 2-1, last of the third, the first game of their doubleheader. Like two. The Tigers have just scored another run. They're leading now 3-1, to one, and they're still batting in the last of the third. This drag One and two to Rod Carew. You watch Lomborg uh, carefully. If you see him up high now with his fastball or slider, he gets in trouble, like most sinker ball pitchers when they get up above the belt. He's got to stay down low. A one-two pitch. Grounded down to George Scott. Makes the play to Lomborg, and they're two down. Gary Zimmerman. Who originally was signed by the Red Sox for an eighty-five thousand dollar bonus? That was back in 1952, and here he is battling against the club that originally signed him. Two down, nobody on. He hits it back to the box. Petroselli in back of the bag, up with it. Throws it out. So in the middle of the second the score. It wins one, and the Red Sox it. George Scott leading off for the Red Sox. We asked, George, before the game, how he rated Dean Chance with some of the other pitchers in the American League. Well,
0: Carl, uh, I think Dean Chance is one
2: of the toughest right handers in baseball, and for this league, uh, I think he's uh, toughest in this league. And, uh he's getting a hell out of trouble. Uh gentlemen trouble out the bow. 12 times the LA. NAH. I think I must have got about three or four bows here. He'd grow up
1: George Scott batting 305. He's gonna wind up this year as a three hundred hitter. 19 homers, 81 RBIs. A little pop up. Killibrew one handing it for the out. And Scott plays that first base in unbelievable fashion. This game is authorized under television rights granted by Major League Baseball solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the pictures, descriptions, and accounts of this game without the express written consent of Major League Baseball is prohibited. Rico Petricelli, batting 259. All one voted as the most underrated player in the Red Sox this year, has 17 homers, 65 RBIs, and has been brilliant in the field. Is a full hitter to the left. That ball is just through the middle of the center field for a major. the Belly's on. Red Sox Levy-Hardley is batting and home runs and run scores. They've been a good hitting team all year. Here's another Red Sox rookie, Reggie Smith hitting 251, 15 homers, 61 RBI. The batting champ of the International League last year. He's only 22 years old, he's from Los Angeles. Very young Red Scott team. Quibbs a foul for touch. The winner of this game clinches at least a tie for the pennant. The loser's gone. If the Packers lose one today of well, their two scheduled games, the winner of this game is the winner. A fly ball, tough chance down the left field line, and this one is a foul ball. That's foul. Now where those uh, fans extend, our vision is blocked out here. Fans sitting behind the plate down in the third base side, the left field side, their vision is blocked out. Umpire Honeychick at third. Umpire Shylock behind the plate. We're right down the line and both called a foul. Bob Ellison heads a little more toward the left field line. Left field. Team Chance has Reggie Smith two strikes. One out. Set the fellies at first. The Twins are ahead one and nothing. Out on a curveball. First strikeout for chance. Two down, Russ Gibson up. Gibson from Fall River, Massachusetts, batting 207. One homer, 14 RBIs. He spent 10 seasons in the minor leagues before coming up this year. Killebrew holding against Petricelli. The fly ball down the right field line of over there in the corner for it. And that's all for the uh, Red Sox in the last of the second. They had no runs, one hit, there were no errors, and one man left. At the end of the second inning, the score of the twins won, and the Red Sox nothing. Now let's go to Tiger
0: Stadium in Detroit. An audio update from Tony Kubek. Well, starting the last half of the third inning here in Detroit. They scored three runs. After two were out, Willie Horton lost a high fly ball to left center field that Rick Reichert and Roger Repos got their signals messed up on. The ball dropped between them, then an intentional pass to freehand, a single by Worth, and a key two-run single by Eddie Matthews. So now the score is 5-1 to one in the last of the third. And now back to Kurt Gowdy in Boston. Thank you, Tony. We'll be coming back to you and Jim Simpson
1: throughout the game here. Dean Chance leading off for the Twins. The strike to him, one of the best pitchers in the game and one of the worst hitting pitches. He's had three hits and 90 times up this year. Those so 90 times up, he has struck out 50 sometimes. Strike two. See what we mean? Sure, I don't
0: know. Uh, Dean was never a good hitter, but we put on my old number instead of his number 31 when he had with the Angels. It looks like it became worse. Just strikes to him.
1: All one, one and two. Zola eyes is on deck at the top of the order, and then Cesar Sobar. He just changed his stance. Right with uh, Lombard getting ready to pitch the ball there. He's going to trick him. That was strategy. A one-two pitch. And he's out. Strikeout for the pitcher, a put out for the catcher. As he tries to run on the third strike. And that's the first strikeout for Lombard. Now we go to the top of the Twins' order and pick up Buzai. He's flying to left his first time. He's batting 201. Play him just a step or two toward left. One to nothing. The Twins ahead. Pops it up. They have room. Dalton Jones. And Petsicelli. It's Petsacelli on the ground. Two down. Jonesy was doing the leaning tower of pizza job on that one. <laughs> Tobar grounded out his first time. He's played six positions this year for the Twins and voted their most valuable player by his teammates, getting 268. The ball, Lombard, by the way, leads the majors in hitting uh, batters this year. Stuff sometimes runs into a right-hander. A 1-0 pitch. All 2-2-0 to Tobar. Blomborg has hit 19 batters. tops in the majors. The Red Sox record is hitting 20 batters. That was done by Howard Emke. Back in 23. A lot of the old timers remember Howard Impke when Connie Mack started him in the World Series. As a surprise starter, as I remember, he struck out 13, 14 men against the Cubs. All four. Sobars on. Second walk given up by Lomborg. And here's Killebrew up. He walked his first time. Killebrew batting 266. Minnesota has one run, one hit. Austin has no runs to him. Redbacks made an error that led to the Twins' run. Sovar has stolen 19 bases. He's a good base runner. And he gets back. Close play. They don't have a shift on now with a man on first, but Jerry Adair, the second baseman, is almost the back of the bag. The outfield swung way around toward left. This is the third inning. The Red Sox are trailing Minnesota one to nothing. A ball, low slider, one to nothing. Lombard will probably try and pitch outside to kill a keep it away from his power here with a short uh, left field fence. in the left field, Yastrzemski. Let the ball go through his legs. We got a fast man, Kovar, coming on. He's a rounding third. He'll be in the score. And the Twins have a two to nothing lead. And Killebrew winds up at second. An error charge to Yastrzemski. Killebrew gets a single. No RBI. And the usual reliable Yastrzemski let that ball go through him. And twice now, the Red Sox have made errors in the field, which has allowed runners to score from first base after two outs, The Twins are ahead two to nothing. Oliva double off the wall in the first inning. Hitting 288. They're going to put him on to the right-hander, Bob Ellison. Ball two to Tony Oliva. Bob Rogers has homered for the Angels in the fourth inning at Tiger Stadium. It is now 5-2 to two in favor of the Tigers. Well, if the Tigers win uh, the first game... They'll be going into that second game with a chance to tie the winner of this game for the pennant. I wonder who they'll pitch out there in that second game, do we? Well, I heard that they would probably pitch to Denny McLean, and someone, Kurt, was telling us during the season that if they had to win one game the Detroit ball club, they'd like to see Denny McLean pitch it. Well, he may get that opportunity in the second game today. Rick Clark is scheduled to go for the Angels. One to Bob Allison who flying out to left field his first time. Delabrew's at second, or leave us at first, or two outs, one run in for the twins in the top of the third. And now Lombard's ahead of him, all and two. Turned on in the first inning here. Right now, the sun is coming through also. Dallas in the batter. Two strikes on him. Two down. Runners on first and second. out on the strategy paid off. One run for Minnesota. One hit. One rep Sox there, the Twins left two. In the middle of the third, it's Minnesota two and Boston nothing. was strictly for smokers who never tasted a camel cigarette. Camel smokers, you know what we mean. You other guys, start walking. Hey, twins have at least one fan in Michigan today, an 11-year-old boy named David Bruce. He used to live in Minneapolis. going hard for them from his home in Battle Creek, Michigan. We want to send him our best. Commissioner Eckert? That's his publicity aide, Joe Reckler, with him and Senator Edward Brooks. The common left. And here's Jim Lomborg leading off for the Red Sox. Last of the third inning. Dean Chance on the mound for the Twins. Strike to Lomborg. Lomborg batting 126. He's won a couple of games for himself but he's bat, though. There's a little pop on a check swing. And that one's in. On board, whoops it in the right. This Clock got a couple of hits like that yesterday. Out of the order coming up, Jerry Adair drowned it out in the first day. the first base coach, wants to, uh, Lombard wants something. I think he wants his cap brought out. Maybe he's batting home and off. It's, uh, I think the Minnesota dugout's trying to get Killebrew uh, to play behind the runner, Kurt. To step off the bag now. There's Cal Irmer, Minnesota manager. No manager's ever taken over midway of the season and won a finish. Haley's starter of the year. He was released by the Twins, and Armour came up to take the club over. Ground ball. Perfect double play ball to Carew. And Versailles, the first for the double play. Taylor made all the way. Carew to Versailles to Killebrew. Two down for the Red Sox. Nobody on. And Dalton Jones up. He lined out his first time. Batting 282. Dalton Jones from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Kremsky on deck. Minnesota ahead. Two to nothing last of the third. There the ball hits sharply to Carew. He stabs it with a sure pair of hands. Throws him out. And that's it. Once Jones has hit the ball hard now to second base. No base hits to go, though. No runs, one hit, there were no errors, nobody left. At the end of the third inning, Minnesota two and Boston nothing. Thank you. See sports schedule, both coming up the first two weeks in November. On November 4th and 5th, the Hawaiian Open, live and in color from Honolulu, the first live color sports event ever telecast by satellite from Hawaii. And then on November 11th, from Washington, D.C., the international horse race from Laurel, Maryland, the best foreign horses in the world against the United States thoroughbreds. Ted Ulander, fouls it off-strike one. Ulander flies to left his first time. Batting two fifty seven. The Twins have two runs, two hits. The Red Sox, no runs, three hits. The Red Sox have made two costly errors. And a bunny's way on. Strike two. Rod Carew's on deck, and then Jerry Zimmerman. Rod Carew. board, two-strike fits high, one and two. One, two pitch. Outside, two and two. Nobody on, nobody out. Twins batting in the top of the fourth. Seen on NBC television, heard on NBC radio. Jim Lemon coaching at first for the Twins. Billy Martin at third. Uh, of for former American League stars. There's a high fly ball to deep right field. him has room. Smith there. holds him off and makes the gap. He shows you this is no easy ballpark for a left-handed batter here. That ball hit a long ways, about 390, but it was an out. It's different to left field. Long right field here. Rod Carew grounded out his first time. Batting 294. Jerry Zimmerman on deck. Straight away for Carew. In there for a strike is Jim Lombard. Lombard leads the American League in strikeouts. Ball and strike. He has struck out two so far. He now has 243 strikeouts. Jim Bunny leads the National League. He has 243. One-one pitch. That's the belly up with it beautifully. The throw in time Rico Pestacelli taking a base hit away from Rod Carew. Two down for the Twins, and Jerry Zimmerman up. He grounded out his first time. The Twins are ahead. Two to nothing in the fourth. The ball talking about Bunning. Bunning is due to pitch today in San Francisco. Bill's a close air season out there. And Bunning, of course, with some strikeouts today, can win the strikeout leadership of the majors. Bounding ball to Petra again. And that's it for the win. They're all gone in the fourth. Three up, three down the middle of the fourth. The score that wins two in a Red Sox coming. You're new. Well, if you don't think this fellow's had some kind of year, Carl he leads the American League in run scored and bases in RBIs. He's he tied to home runs. He leads the league in total bases, batting percent and slugging percent. He leads the Red Sox in eleven offensive departments. And leads the American League in seven offensive departments. He singled his first time out. He's now batting three twenty-three. on his way to his second American League batting championship. Ken Harrelson on deck and then George Scott. Dean Chance. All off, strike one. fans who have never seen Yastrzemski play before across the country, he takes one of the most vicious cuts in baseball. He won his first American League batting title in 1963 when he hit 321. There's his leadership in RBIs over the closest man, Killebrew. and your 50 Yesterday, that would have been a home run with the wind blowing out. Today, the wind is blowing from third to first. and held them all up. That's the way he used to hit. From so the opposite field, about 75% of the time. That's where the left-field fence used to help it. This year, he's turned into a full hitter. Bonnie Doerr coaching at first for the Red Sox. It's about to be a third. Ken Harrelson's harrelson grounded out his first time. The Red Sox now have out hit the Twins 4-2. to two. The Twins are ahead 2 to nothing. Of ball the Harrelson's. At Tiger Stadium. The Angels fail to score in the fifth inning. The Tigers lead the Angels 5 to 2. Tigers batting last to the fifth first game of their doubleheader. High fly to right field. Yutremski is tagging. Oliva with a grab. The is not coming. The throw is to the shortstop. One away. The Red Sox two runs behind, playing a save. Now he pops up his first time. In football, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, no score the end of the first quarter. In the NFL, the Steelers and Eagles 7-7 at the end of the first quarter. Baltimore leads the 49ers 10-0 into the first quarter. Green Bay over Atlanta 7-0 into the first quarter. And the surprising Detroit Lions lead the Cardinals 14-0 into the first quarter. The Tigers just scored another run in their fifth inning. They lead the Angels 6-2 to two now in the fifth. A ball to Scott, and the Tigers are still batting. We'll keep repeating the circumstance. If the Tigers win two games today, they will tie the winner of this game for the pennant. The Tigers split today. Or, yeah, lose one is all they have to do. They're out of it. And the winner of this game is the American League pennant winner. Two and nothing to George Scott. Dean Chance didn't like that call. And we'll repeat again. Never in the history of the American League have three teams gone to the last day of the season with a chance to win the pennant. The 2-0 pitch. Oh, he hit one yesterday. A line drive way up in the center field bleachers. Two and one to Scott. Batting 304. The Krempke at second, one out. Hets <laughs> the on deck. Two one delivery. Three and one now. Good control so far, but now he's behind Scott. Three one pitch foul back, and we go to three and two on George Scott. Kozemski at second, one away. Double play. Chance just caught that ball in the webbing of his glove. Watch this one. Dean Chance. Yeah, Jusremski got a base hit off his glove in the first inning, but he fell onto that line. That was ticketed back to the box in the center field. Might have scored Jasremsky. Sox, no runs, one hit, there were no errors, nobody left, and in the end of the fourth inning here at Fenway Park, wins two and Red Sox nothing. We're going now to the fifth inning. Dean Shams took a strike, and to carry you along here with play-by-play, Pee-wee reach Okay, Mr. Guardian, here's Dean Chance. Uh, there'll be a replay on that last line drive. You can see it was a bang-bang job, and the shortstop cutting right in back of his strip. He evidently, of course, he did think that the ball was through there. And Dean Chance, after making that fine play, is the first hitter. And this may be one of the world's worst looking hitters. Watch this. <laughs> Got an eye like an eagle. Two and two is the count on Dean Chance. The Twins lead in this ball game by a score of two to nothing, and they scored one in the first and one in the third. Is the day. As Dean Chance bails out of that left foot a little bit, Lombard gets his third strike out. Lombard has pitched well enough for this game to be tied because the two runs they scored were both on arrows. Versailles batting an even 200. He fired out to left field. And popped up to the shortstop. The catcher. Gibson giving the sign. Moves a little outside with the target too far outside the lineboard. Dick Williams, the manager for the... Red Sox, and there is pitching coach, the great pitcher for the Giants and the Dodgers, Sal Magley. And he told me something yesterday. It's quite a tribute to the left fielder, Carl Yastrzemski. Boy, the size of a Good swing at that one. Saying that he had been around baseball for a long time and seen a lot of baseball players, but this is the greatest year by a ball player he's ever seen, Carl Yastrzemski, in every phase of the game. And that's quite a compliment because Magley does not have too much to say as a rule not too many compliments <laughs> Jim Lombard a count of two and two on the little shortstop for Saez, just missed with the curveball he'll be followed by Cesar Tovar who walked his last time up. There's a good shot of the catcher. Little tap out to the shortstop. Dr. He's had a busy day. He flips the ball over to George Stack. Let's pause now for station identification. KNBC Channel 4 Los Angeles. Cesar Tobar. Two up and two down here. In the top half of the fifth inning, but the Red Sox trail in this game by a score of two to nothing. Detroit leads California by a score of six to two after five. Detroit must win both games to get in a playoff in this American League. If they split, the winner of this game wins the American League Pentecostal. One ball, one strike on Tovar. This fella has played everywhere. All hit to Dalton Jones at third. The flip over to George Scott, and that's all for... Coburn, that's all for the Twins here in the top half of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, nowhere, errors, and no one left on base. And the score after four and a half innings of play, it's still Minnesota 2. The Red Sox nothing. Let's go to Tiger Stadium in Detroit for an audio update from
0: Jim Simpson. Come on in, Jim. All right, Pee-wee, and thank you very much. The Tigers have added a run in the last of the fifth. K-line led off with a single, but overran first base and was thrown out. Willie Horton came back with a double. Freehand singled him home. Horton has now scored three runs, and Freehand has driven in a couple, as has Willie. Score now with two outs in the Angels' six. Is California two, but Detroit six. Now back to you, Pee-wee, in Boston. Thank you, Jim.
1: The first hitter here at Fenway Park, Rico Petroselli, the shortstop. He's one for one today, and he's had a busy day in the field. He's made some fine plays. There's a ball, popped up out into center field. Ted Ulaner couldn't pick it up right away. He comes in and takes it. They tell me that at this time of the year, and Kurt probably knows this, that he did the games here for 15 years, the right latter part of September, the 1st of October, it's a real bad sun field. In fact, the sun even gives the second base a little trouble. That's it, Pee-wee, and it comes right over the, uh, the rim of Fenway Park here, which is not a high park, but uh, it's murderous out there in center and right. Reggie Smith, he struck out his only time up today. Well, so they don't worry about the shadows here too much. The uh, fans aren't that high, like they are in Yankee Stadium and some of these other stadiums around. Dean Chance has been hit hard a couple times a day, but right at someone. He jammed Reggie Smith. Tovar, the third baseman, takes it to Faltero Doris. Chance is a type of pitcher. That's a good fastball of his. Has to keep it in on the right-handed hitters and throw that slatter out over the plate. Lee Stang warming up for the Red Sox. The eighth-place hitter. Russ Gibson, the catcher. Curveball by Dean Chance gets the outside corner, strike one. We have two away. And the Red Sox trail by a score of two to nothing. Outside, one and one. Both Scott, George Scott, Ken Harrelson talking about chance. He keeps that slider on the outside part of that place. You try to pull him, you're in trouble. You have to go back through the middle in the right field with him. It's a good shot of the crowd here today, and they've had this stand filled many times. Someone figured, Peewee, that they've drawn 70% of the capacity all season, which uh, is almost unheard of. You can see Dean Chance walk over that mound. He thought he had him. Gibson started. He checked his swing. Mr. Lester at the umpire, said, no, he didn't go around on it. is the count on Russ Gibson. He got him on that one. And that's all for the Red Sox here in the bottom half. of The fifth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on base. The score, after five full innings, Minnesota still two, and the Boston Red Sox nothing. The
0: 19th. Let's pause now for station identification.
1: Western Excitement on the High Chaparral tonight at 10, 9 Central Time. Union Oil 76 jackpot is back, bigger than ever. Play 76 Jumbo Jackpot. Win up to $5,000 over 360,000 cash prizes. Pick up a 76 Jumbo Jackpot ticket every time you see your participating Union Oil dealer. Win up to $5,000. Ordinary Western Airlines. The only way to fly. Top half the sixth inning. The Twins lead in this game by a score of two to nothing. They only have two hits off this fellow. Jim Lonborg, and there's the big fellow right there that has one of them. He's been instrumental in both runs. He walked in the first inning. He scored a run on an error by George Scott, who had cut off the throw from Reggie Smith, and he tossed it over Gibson's head. Then in the third inning, Killebrew got a base hit. I'm in First pitch to him, outside. They'll be careful with him. They will not try to give him a good pitch to hit. Trying to keep the ball away from him. 2-0 is the count on Harmon Killebrew, leading things off here for the Twins. In the top half of the sixth inning. Oh, now let's see what he does. He may get the hit sign from Billy Martin, coaching in third base. As Billy, you can see something he's doing there is the sign. May be backing up right now. Looked like he was ready to cut down on that three and zero pitch. It was high and inside, and that's the fourth walk given up by Lombard. Tony Oliva. What's he done? He doubled in the first inning. And he walked his last time up. That's the 131st base on ball. For Killebrew, he leads the league. Lee Stang still throwing in the bullpen for the Red Sox. Lombard shakes his head, says that's not the pitch he wants. We talked about yesterday, Aleva, There's Lee Stang, little right-hander. Oliva. He's quite a long way away from that plate, as you'll notice when he goes back up there. But they still try to pitch him inside. You get that ball out over that plate, which he looks like he can't reach. That's the ball he lines in the left field as he did in the first inning off the scoreboard. He has to lean over to reach to the outside part of that plate. It's way outside. Here we have a situation right now in this ballpark. Yesterday they were roaring in every pitch. The Red Sox uh, tied early and then went ahead. Right now, this ballpark's like a morgue with the Red Sox trailing by two runs. Of course, they'll come alive, but it's very quiet here compared to yesterday. In there for call track two. Aliva looking at Nestor Shalak like he couldn't believe it. Yes, sir, Kurt, they really did. The fans here yesterday, they had some life. Of course, they had a little bit more to cheer about. They're only in the sixth inning, though. That pitch is high and outside. Makes a count two and two. There's no one away. Harmon Killebrew on at first base. Lonborg all the way for the Red Sox. Dean Chance all the way for the Twins. corner him looking that's the fourth strikeout by big Jim gentleman Jim brings up bob Allison and he was one of the strikeouts his last time up bob batting 257. Has a good riffle at that one. But no contact. Bob Allison has 24 home runs. He's a big fellow. 75 runs batted in. Wears those pants high. They try to keep the ball down on him. watch that catcher. trying to get an indication. Or they try to pitch a hitter sometimes. Of course, he doesn't always hold true. Sometimes he holds that target inside, and the pitcher will pitch at his right knee. Giving the signs. A real fine pitch for Longboard, keeping that ball down and away on Allison. So Aliva and Bob Allison both looking at a third strike. Is the fifth strikeout for Lombard. Brings up Ted Ulander, the center fielder. Flat out to left and flat out to center field. He's 0 for 2. Ulander batting two fifty-seven. Ball hit off to the left. Back up in the stands. It makes the man very happy. End of the sixth inning. Over Detroit. The Tigers lead the Angels by a score of six to two. Detroit must win both games to get in the playoff playoffs. The club that wins this game right here. There's a ball hit out into right field. Ken Harrelson underneath it and takes it for out number three. That's all for the finish in the top half of the sixth inning. No hits, no errors, and one man left on base. So the score after five and a half innings of play, it's still the Twins, two, and the Red Sox, nothing. What happens when a little water... Jim Lombard leading things off for the Red Sox. <laughs> Team Chance is just ready to pitch, and Bob Allison is about 30 yards from his position left field. Still walking to his position. And the umpire shall I caught him. He punched one down the third baseline. They're going to have to hurry. playing in back of the pitcher, Tim Lundberg. He will not hold him on at first base. So much noise. Rod Peru, the second base, and won him and told him. Ader, the last time up. Hit into a double play, but Lundberg on at first. Him taking the start, lead you can see Killebrew in back up at the first base
0: back to the middle, of the base hit. to go to
1: third, Elfrey holds up as Uniter charges at down the On the first base, Jerry The red drop, fans on the go. Well, as Kurt met a while ago, he said the fans did kind of stand here today where they're not dead now. Talking to his captain Jerry Zimmer, talking to Dean before the game, he had a telegram from his friend, a very close friend, Rick Reichert over in California. They're playing in Detroit today, you know, and he says, "Dean, good luck to you. You take care of the Red Sox, we'll take care of the Tigers." I will have to wait to see. Will Dick Williams sacrifice in this situation? You can see, Versailles holding him on. He busts the ball, Dalton Jones, off to the left. Don't be surprised if Dick Williams changes. There's Jerry Adair at first base. Jim Lundberg down at second. Warming up for the Twins, the big right-hander, Al Worthington, in the bullpen. Dick Williams may switch over and let Dalton Jones hit away. He did, he hit the ball right by, full out of the left field. Wilson towards that ground ball, and Hilton more on his third base. <laughs> Al Irma coming out to talk to his pitcher, Dean Chance. Williams, the manager of the Red Sox, you could just see Cal Armour tell Dean if that ball hit back to you. Go home with it, and would you believe?
0: The base is loaded, the
1: Red Sox failed by a score of two to nothing. Base is loaded, and who
0: is the hitter? Carl Yuskoski. Yuskoski has a
1: thing on the double today. He takes the first pitch inside, ball one. This is the first serious trouble. On at third base, Lombard. Second base, Adair. First base, Dalton Jones. This is the first trouble that Dean Chance has really been in today. The fans are going wild.
2: The base day out into center field. That'll score two runs.
1: Dalton Jones going to third. Here's Adair coming in to score the telling run. The throw came in at second base. But the runners are on it first and third. Well, you saw that sign there. Bring on St. Louis. Third, no one out. All outside. The infield is in on its third base. Dalton Jones.
0: Over at first base, Paul Niskinski.
1: Got in the outside corner. There's the pitcher he and George Scott is talking about. That slider, a curveball, getting that outside corner. Don't try to pull it. This game is all tied up as the Red Sox to come up with two big runs here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. A good sink of a chance two strikes. This game is for all the marbles. They have been playing all year. It's boiled down to one game.
2: Playoffs, 2-2.
1: for his 21st win of the year. On its third base at Droughton Jones, at first base, Kyle Yosemke. No one out, and the Red Sox have two runs in. Zimmer Zimmerman, the second. The shortstop clock in the top to Dean Jack. Well, Dick Williams, the manager of the Red Sox, has Yasemke moving on his three and two pitch to stay out of the double play. Well, will he let him stay there. As Harrison stuck out a couple times yesterday, but not have to be taken out of the big inning here. We'll wait and see. Top three and two on Ken Harrison. There goes Yosemke. High hopper, I have you
2: hear it. Versailles comes home with him and has no
0: chance. Now let's take a look at this. That was a high hopper to Versailles.
1: Now, Ken Harrison chopped this ball down in front of the
0: plate. Look at that. A real high hopper and Versailles looks to go home with the ball and he surprised everyone and everyone is safe. He had only one man he could have gotten there, Feely, and that was Harrison at first. Sessie was already in the second, as your fans saw. The Twins
1: made mistakes yesterday and gave up about four runs to the right back. Pitcher coming on. That's all for Schatz.
0: They score that one a field of choice. New
1: pitcher, Al Worthington. Al Irmer, number 43, the manager of the twins. There's a break in the action at the Fenway Park for the score. Boston three,
0: Minnesota
1: two. In a few hours, this plane will be filled with secretaries, families, and businessmen, all starting on the shrimp cocktail at 600 miles per hour. The jet age. But to American Airlines, there's more to flying than a glamorous lunch seven miles in the sky. In this room is the largest business computer in the world, just to make sure of your reservation. The menu you want, your fare plan, your connecting airlines, and whether you want a rental car waiting. Forty million dollars to keep you from getting the lobster if you ask for a roast beef sandwich. We built American with a professional traveler in mind. For old hands like this, you don't run an airline on Glamour alone. Al Wertheson,
0: Al Wertheson has completed his one of this. the hitter of George Scott. We have a runner for
1: Ken Harrelson at first base in Jose Cardibor. I will a final set of team for you. We're in the bottom half of six innings, still no one out. The Red Sox have to come up with three runs to go ahead in this ball game by a score of three to two. We have runners on first and second, still no one out. And they have big yards, the great Scott. cut the tell you the shortstop wants to the to Well, Dick Williams. Front and Todd a ball over, or we left the big scotts swing away as he calls for I believe he calls it a tater, doesn't he, Kurt? <laughs> a long tater. He calls the home run. A long tater. That's Dick Williams.
0: Hire to the red side. Al Worthington taking over for Dean Ken. The ball gets away from Jerry gentleman. Going to third, Carl Assembly. And to second, Jose Pardibor. There's Al Worthington,
1: The first pitch of George Scott. He squared around like he was going to, but he doesn't have to worry about it now. As the matcher in both bullpen, Jim and Rowan warming up for the twins, John Watts and Brett. Running up to the red sun.
0: Carter Hardball at second. Gets fifth. Gets third. Judge stops the hitter. Her ball in there.
1: Call strike. One ball and one strike. Worthington has been around for quite a long time. That was a wild pitch off up against the house. California over Detroit by a score of six to two after seven at third base. you at second base.
0: Carter ball. The score over Detroit is now six to four. California's come up with two. I'll <laughs> right, get it, four. On to the right to see it. You're to score. Moving over to third is Carter ball.
1: He comes in to score the fourth run in the inning, and the fourth run in the ball game for the Boston Red Sox. And the fans right now, let's face it, they are not playing good ball, and the Red Sox have been taking advantage of it the last
0: two days. Judge Scott goes fishing for a wide sweeping curve.
1: Not. Over at Detroit, John Mitchell. I believe that's his second home run of the game. Hit a home run in the sixth inning with a man on in the score, as I told you, now six to four. Maddie coming in the pitch for Detroit Tigers. You know Farmer a started that game. Tigers blew a 6-2 the last night in that second game of the doubleheader in the eighth inning they were leading. Kent is the hitter. They were looking for a squeeze for you there. You can see Zimmerman. Livington. pitch out on at third base at Cardiff. Keep an eye on him. They made Pratt a squeeze. That's the take. That pitch inside ball, too. The infield is in. Third base and the short stuff you can see on the screen in the second base. Count 2 and 0. Oh.
0: Cardiff with a sharp lead at third base.
1: Al Worthington came in to relieve Dean Chance. they two wild pitches that hurt a little bit. Carnival. up the line, and Petroselli gets the green light on the three and all pitch. Makes the count three and one. Trussell,
0: one for two. Got a base hit in the second inning. Hard ball edges off of the bag. Curveball
1: outside. Well, let's see. Here comes early Wynn. He's the pitching coach for Cal Irmer, the Minnesota Twins. Have a little huddle on the mound. Quite a pitcher. He won 300 games, didn't he? Yes, sir. One of the best in the history of the American League. Started with the Senators, the Indians, the White Sox, back to the Indians again. Early, early win. Let's take a look now. There he is. One of the great ones. Look at the infield now for the win. I don't imagine they will be back at double play depth. But Reggie Smith he to be a hard man to double. Now Rock Peru is playing in. Try to cut this run off at home. Worthington. Down low in the dirt again. As Zimmerman blocked this with Hardball ball at third. The first base. Rico petschers Reggie Smith at that close pass it is. He's a switch hitter.
0: Foul dip, One ball, one strike.
1: He's getting a little dark here. A little overcast. This game is official now, when a sixth inning.
0: Hard of all, leads off a third. Makes the pitch it too low.
1: Don't be surprised, as our Worthington, don't be surprised if Reggie Smith gets on. We may see a pinch
0: for Russ Gibson. Comes in to score of the fifth run this inning. That was a line shot by Reggie Smith. Kellebrew has to block the ball. He did block it, hit him in the knee. A bounce too far away from him to get Reggie Smith. There's Harmon going back to his position. And we're going to have a pitch hitter for Russ Gibson. It'll be Norm super Killebrew gets an arrow on that last ball hit by Reggie Smith.
1: And has this been a big inning for the Red Sox? Still only one out. And it was all started by a pitcher named Jim Lombard, who has two hits in this game. He bunted one down the third base line
2: beat
1: it out. Norm Siebert. Batting for Russ Gibson. Elson Howard over in the dugout, putting on the skin guards. The are catching equipment. and he'll be the new catcher. Runners on first and second. In there, 12 strike one.
0: Seaban batting 178.
1: Like he originally came up with the Yankees. He went to Kansas City in the Roger Maris deal. Roger Maris came to the Yankees. Seaban wants to the City. One-ball, one strike on Siebert, Worthington
0: has been wild, low, and outside,
1: the one-on-one pitch, Siebert, kind of uppercut it that ball.
0: Second base, Petrissili in first base, Reggie Smith.
1: Time is called by Nestor Shiloh. Still only one away. Five runs in by
0: the Red Sox here. They laid five to two in this ballgame. Blowing outside. Now it's two and two. Next hitter will be Jim Lombard. He may get a chance to get two hits in one inning. It's long, again.
1: that's Roselli. Smith, the count is three and two, they may be running with the pitch, with one away, to try to stay out of the double play. Watch Petrucelli, the top of your screen there, see if he goes. taking too much of a lead if they strike him out. They'll have a good shot of throwing him out of third. There he goes, ball hit out to locke Only three to Killebrew at first base.
0: But he gets through away, and brings up Jim Lombard. I think he'll get a hand.
1: And it looks like it may
0: be a little rough the rest of the way in. As Kurt told you, this fella is not a bad hitter. He's won some important games with his hits.
1: After seven and a half innings, at the end of seven.
0: the it for the final the, the Red Sox score five runs on four hits, one air, and two men left, on base. So after six full innings, Red Sox five, Minnesota two. <laughs> <laughs> this is their base hits, and both of them are up gloves. Now Carl, you're, you're up the season.
1: Championship fashion. He's had three for three today. He's knocked in two runs. Leads the league in batting. RBI. tied for the lead in home runs. Frank Robinson, a triple crown winner last year. Ten years before we had one. From Mantle, 56 to Robinson last year. All run. Jastrzemski is now hitting 325. Raises average three points in this game. Runners on first and second, nobody out. Red Sox ahead five to two, last of the seventh. All two. The Red Sox have not won a pennant since 1946. They've had the stars here. Tom Yockey has spent the money. He's done everything to get a winner. But the last five years, the Red Sox have been a lowly second division ball club. And suddenly, everything fell into place this season. The 2-0 pitch. Curve ball hit in the air to right field. Third, fourth, fifth, to all. They're holding it there up. Yes, is now four for four in the
0: game. Kurt, he's not only made a believer out of Sal Magley, he's made a believer out of Fieldway.
1: I believe he is some kind of a ball player. Well, he's the old man in the ball club. He's 27 years old. Yod. Jose thought will be the next batter. And Irmer is wondering, what's going to do? The game is all over in Detroit. The Tigers have won the first game 6-4. to four. And now the Tigers, if they win the second game, will tie the winner of this game for the pennant. If Jim Grant's been warming up out there in the twin bullpen. flashed out 11 hits in this game. The two for the twins. Krevsky, by the way, after his fourth consecutive hit, is now hitting 326. Jim Grant, who just uh, two years ago was a 20-game winner. Had a bad knee that bothered him. The had five hits in a row to start off the sixth without anybody going out. Now they've had three hits in a row here in the last of the seventh. They sting the ball. <laughs> Kurt Gowdy, Wee Reese, and Sandy Kopak again. There's the final of the Tigers and Angels in their first game. Six to four Tigers. They'll be starting in about 20 minutes from now, the second game at Tiger Stadium, Detroit cities of Boston and Minnesota, or one of the cities, and the fans of that city's major league team across America will be sitting and standing by, waiting to see what finally happens this evening, and who's going to represent the American League. Jose Tarnable hits it down to Killebrew. He comes home with it. Go back to first, and they've got a double play. Three to two to three. That makes it two down. with runners on second and third. Matters, is George Scott. That was quick. It not take long. When you double the ball up, you're doubling a man up who can run the hundred and around nine-six. George Scott, down 0 for three. Hunter's on second and third. Two down. Grant in there with a strike. Dalton Jones at third. Carl just at second. Now back at strike two to George Scott. The Twins in their eighth inning will have the top of the order up for Sovar, and Kilabrew. Jim Grant won five and lost six. This 27th appearance. The yeah, outfield straight away for Spats. Grant did a great job in relief, coming in with the bases loaded, nobody out, and getting the Twins out of that jam. In the seventh, the Red Sox had no runs, three hits. There were no errors and two men left. And at the end of seven, it's the Red Sox, five, and the Twins, two. Great job. Makes it two down, runners on first and second, and Bob Ellison up. Line out, struck out twice, over for 3. Left. He's got to face it. That ball's headed out in the corner. Gilbery's coming in to score. Believer's going to third. The throw comes to second. And uh they got, him. they got him at second base.
0: Bob Allison trying to go in there. It's going out. And the rally is ended. They were two runs behind when Leave us third if you stand are wondering what happened.
1: On that eighth inning, we'll recap it later. The score Boston 5 and Minnesota 3. Recapping the eighth again, Ellison single. Kilabru scored. Ellison tried to go for two, was thrown out as the leave it was standing on third. Now let's go to Tiger Stadium in Detroit for an audio update from Jim Simpson.
0: All right, Curtin, as you've already said, Detroit won this important game, six to four, and perhaps the man of the hour in the late innings was Fred Gladding, who came out of the bullpen, faced seven men over the last two innings and retired six of them to save the win for Joe Sparma. And Eddie Matthews had a two-run single. Willie Horton scored three times, had a two-run home run, and now it's all up to the last game. And the pitches are already warming up. Danny McLean for Detroit, Rich Clark for the Angels as we go back to Kurt Gotti in Boston.
1: Thank you, Jim Simpson. Last of the eighth inning, Rico Fenticelli. We're going to have to recap this for you while all are switching back and forth. That's a fouls it back. Rico has single, flat out, and walks. One out of two. Now, well, the Twins had four hits there in the eighth inning and got one run. Reese single, and Sovar hit into a double play. Killebrew single. A leave single. singles. The ball. Allison hit that ball into the left field corner. Killebrew scored, Oliva went to third, and Allison tried to go to second and was thrown out by Carl Yosemke. With a deadly throwing arm, he's been throwing runners out ever since he came into the league. Pounding ball to third. is fair, Tovar plays it across in time and it it's one down. If Allison had held first, Oliva would have been on third. The tying runs would have been on, and Ulander would have been the batter. There are the standings right now. This is a three-way tie as of right now. But, of course, it's going to change when this one's over. Reggie Smith is struck out, fouled out, reached in an error. Ball went to him from Jim Grant. Rich Reese is in left field now for the twins. Jackie Hernandez is at short. 2-0 oh to Reggie Smith. Elston Howard on deck for the Red Sox. Five to three, Red Sox leading last of the eight. foul back on the count two and one. 35,770 is the crowd here today. They they just couldn't put another person in here. And the Red Sox final home attendance, 1,793,846. Their all-time home record. In a ballpark that seats, they nearly drew 2 million here in a ballpark that seats 33,000. Two and two. still buzzing about the top of the eighth when the Twins had four hits and got one run. Now back to count, two and two to Reggie Smith. The Twins' last chance in the ninth inning. They'll have Ulander to lead it off. Giroux and Nixon. Gary Bell Gary Wazlus here warming up in the Red Sox bullpen. Case Lomborg runs into trouble. Foul back again. The count two and two to Reggie Smith. Two down, and uh, Elston Howard up for the first time. Here's a replay of this big play of Bob Allison here in the eighth inning. Now there's a the ball hit into the left field corner. Yastrzemski is chasing it down. Killebrew has scored the third run for the Twins. They'll leave us to third, and as you saw, Yastrzemski fired into Mike Andrews. They had the ball waiting for Ellison as he slid into second. That was the third out. On. Lombard will be up. He'll get a big hand.
0: Standing ovation for him.
1: Kremski earlier. See, we told you what Sal Magley said. He's played on championship teams. He's never seen a player have an all-around year like Shremsky has this year. Well, everybody looks at his home runs and his RBIs and his batting average. But unless you watch him play, you don't know how good defensively he is. And he just showed you by making that unbelievable throw out of the left field corner to nail Allison trying to go to second. I an ordinary left fielder, Allison, would have been in there easily with a double. Two balls, no strikes. Ground ball, a shortstop. Hernandez over to Carew for the fourth, and we're going to the ninth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of the eighth inning, the Red Sox, five, and the Twins, Three. for the Twins. New liners fly to left, fly to center, fly to right. Jim Lomborg hits the two-hitter up until the eighth inning when the Twins came up with four singles, but got only one run. Five runs, 12 hits, two errors for the Red Sox, three runs, six hits, one error for the Twins. As the Red Sox hold on to this lead, they will be the American League champ if the Tigers lose their second game. If the Tigers win the second game and the Red Sox win this one, there'd be a tie, and a playoff would start in Boston tomorrow. If the Twins rally and win it, and the Tigers win the second game, there would be a tie, and the playoff would start in Bloomington, Minnesota tomorrow. Well, they're down to the last inning of the year for these two clubs, unless there's a the playoff. Right. catcher Nixon. Ball one, strike one. John White, a right-hander. Ken Brett a left-hander, warming up in the Red Sox bullpen. Ground ball to Petroselli. Takes a bad half Hits him in the neck, to the face, and you land could be the
0: winner if the Tigers lose the second game. Look at the scene in Boston. They've waited since 1946.